Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you listeners, supporters of the show. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. We hope that you're going to celebrate with your families any way you can this year, whether it's by Zoom, uh, by video, in person, being safe, whichever way you decide to celebrate, a lot to be grateful for, even in this trying year. So having said that, guys, we welcome you to the show. So thrilled with today's guest, guys, Chris Angelis. Chris Angelis. What, a, what an outstanding talent Chris is. She was born in Gainesville, Florida, and now she's L.A.-based. And, you know, she spent her childhood playing, surrounded by music, along with her twin sister. And, you know, the arts were always around her. And now she grew up and influenced by people like Brandy Carlisle, uh, Taylor Swift, the Lumineers, Hanson, and so on and so forth. Chris has become one of the best singer-songwriters in the adult pop category in today's world. She actually released one of the best albums of early 2020 in January, actually. Uh, just a fantastic, fantastic uh, piece. And she's had a really prolific year uh, considering the circumstances. She has released a bunch of singles, including My Quiet, also a live album. She's won a lot of awards, LA Critic Awards. She's been, you know, critically acclaimed throughout her career and she's got a bunch of new music coming in 2021. We uh, encourage you to check her out because she is nothing short of outstanding, chrisangelis.com. Also follow her on her socials. But uh, yeah, guys, we welcome Chris to the show and she's gonna give us a beautiful, beautiful Thanksgiving performance of My Quiet, exclusive on the J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. So guys, um, if you are new to the show, we, you know, we'd love if you guys can give us a quick review, five stars or whatever stars you want to give us. All of it is super appreciated. And now that we got the housekeeping stuff out of the way, this is Chris Angelis on the J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Yes, now I can hear you. Perfect, perfect. How are you, Chris? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Chris Angelis, look at you. <laughs> Look at Chris and Jealous. Very beautiful house behind you. Beautiful brick for my oh. audi audience uh, audio portion that can't see. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> very, very elegant. That's where creativity is born. Apparently. Yeah, well, this is my parents' house. I'm up here visiting them. So. Ah, very nice. A brick fireplace. <laughs> very nice. How are your parents doing with COVID and all of this stuff? I mean, they uh, when it first hit, they were in Florida visiting my, my mom's um, family and so they just ended up staying there. They have a farm there. So it was kind of this isolated area anyway, you know? Sure. And, uh, and now they're back and they're retired and they're just sort of enjoying their, okay, I guess we're just going to stay home and like work on the house. <laughs> so Perfect. I love I think it. They're doing okay. Good for them. Good for them, Chris. But listen, I have to tell you, um, one of my life mottos, Chris, is live with passion. Live with passion. Very important. And I have to just congratulate you, Chris, because 
you are the epitome of living with passion. I have oh. to tell you. The past, <laughs> you. the past two years, you have been such a different experience for you. I mean, the way, and the way you've made a pivot this year, uh, you've adapted. You know, you, you've adapted to the situation. Such a strong streak of music that you've released this year, even though it was a curveball for you. Yeah. And, you know, I, so I just wanted to welcome you to the show and thank you for being a beacon of, of passion for, for all oh, of us. Thank you so much. Thank you for, that's such a wonderful thing to say. I'm glad yeah. I could be that. Well, you are, you know, some, sometimes you don't realize it, but that's exactly what you've been. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome, but it's true. All right. So let's start here. If you, if you don't mind, Chris, let's start mm -hmm. with like your childhood and then kind of move our way forward, if that's all right. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So you grew up in, you mentioned the farm in Florida. You grew up in Gainesville, Florida, right? Yeah, outside of Gainesville. On outside farm, of Gainesville, yeah. which is, of course, Tom Petty's, Tom Petty's hometown. Mm -hmm. Both your parents, who we just talked to, they were in the Air Force. Yep. Uh, why don't you share with us a little bit about, you know, growing up with your twin sister, Alex, and, you know, how your childhood was like over there? Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. We, you know, ran around on the farm, playing in, like, the forest, and we, it was kind of this compound with my, my, our house and then my aunt and uncle also lived on the property and my grandparents and so we had a lot of family just sort of all raising us and could just run around to whoever's house whenever we wanted and it was so nice it was really awesome to have that absolutely i love it and you, you didn't you didn't have like a tv right like you were like very we outdoorsy had a television but it was it only got like one channel and hmm. so mostly it was <laughs> old, you know, movies, lots of Rogers and Hammerstein movies that my grandparents had. And that's pretty um, good. Yeah. Was fun. Yeah. Especially for you. Right. Because you're, you know, I mean, your mom has, it's on the record as saying you basically came out of the womb singing, um, you know, so yeah. Chris, what are some of your favorite memories? Like, you know, your first memories as a young girl in, in, in that farm singing, you know, with music. In your, oh, in your well, one of my, must be my earliest memory of singing on that farm was when I was three years old, my sister and I made up a song together. I actually still remember the song. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's um, it was about being cold and wanting to go inside where it was warm. Okay. Which is ironic because we were in Florida, but it gets cold there in Northern Florida sometimes yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so you still remember the song all right i won't make you sing it because you're okay. singing for us later <laughs> but you know but th th that's a classic um i love it i love it and um of course your sister was also exposed to the arts but different mm -hmm. than you you guys had a tree house like th like that was like a big part of you right like just arts yeah. growing around your imagination all that stuff right yeah definitely i mean our parents are kind of aren't in the arts they're a bunch of doctors and you know have PhDs and stuff and um but we've always been very into performing and just creating things we would you know put on little festivals that all of our family on the farm had to come to and buy our little <laughs> artwork and we would sing to them and we would make up little plays and perform that. for them look at that so. see this is why this pandemic has been so easy for you you just went back to your roots your entrepreneurial business roots I love it totally I guess oh, so. Chris, that's great. All right. So there's a time you're, you're growing up and you and your family pack up your bags and you move west. You move to California. Mm -hmm. And um, this must have been the mid 90s because you've mentioned the band Hanson. By the way, oh. I, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. The dog is barking. It's fine. I have a dog. I don't know what mine is doing. He, he learned to be a good assistant, but I got you. Uh, yes, I, I have yeah. been. Yes, I was very inspired by Hanson. Mm -hmm. um, seeing as they were, you know, young and 
siblings and that's where my sister and I started learning how to harmonize and just yeah. sort of became this thing where I thought, oh, wow, they're doing it. Maybe that's something that I could do because for whatever reason, as a child growing up, I felt like musicians were these otherworldly creatures that, you know, they right. just do like that Steven in their Nicks, like, world. Yeah. yeah and, and then it sort of dawned on me that that's a possibility for me. So that's awesome. But. And by the way, I love that album too. So no judgment there. Like I remember I bought that out. That was one of my first CDs must have been. Which I just, one? The, Middle uh, the, one with, the one with Doombop. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. So you, you know, you start singing, you start doing this, you eventually, um, you know, you have a, you pick up the guitar with the guitar. Yeah. How did you end up in the guitar? Chris? Why not piano? Why not bass? Why not drums? Why, what was it, the guitar? Well, my very first instrument that I played was violin. Ah, and um, I wanted to do that because one of my best friends in school was doing that. And I just thought it was really beautiful. And I still do. I think violin and strings instruments are just like like the crying of of music <laughs> like they're just <laughs> or or the joy they're they're like the a joy. it's like a vocal instrument but um why i chose guitar as my main instrument you know once i was sort of becoming a singer songwriter is mainly because um i have a friend who gave me one and started mm -hmm. teaching me how to play it and and because it's easier to carry around than a sure. piano yeah <laughs> you know and cooler so yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt I that it's know. cooler. Piano is really awesome, and I wish I knew how to play it better, but but it's harder to carry around. Yeah, yeah. But but the violin, it's it's like lately, I mean, we've had some guests, they're playing Nirvana now with it. Like, it's not, it's it's evolving, isn't it? It's awesome. No, strings are, the violin, all of those stringed instruments, cello, viola, are just badass instruments, especially if you can play them like the fiddle is always what yeah. I wanted. I, I was in youth orchestras, classical music, but I really wanted to play the fiddle. Yeah. All right. We'll get there on your next, on your next era, Chris. Yeah. But uh, let's jump to your music a little bit. Um, before jumping to your new singles, I want to talk about The Left Atrium. You know, it came out seven years ago. Uh, incredible album, Chris. I mean, songs like Not Your Fault and Cut to the Chase. I mean, they sound so fresh still. They sound Thanks. amazing. Yeah, oh, no, they really, they definitely do. And this album got you in the radar of critics for sure. Yeah. How, do you, how do you look back on this album? Do you listen to it at all? Or is it like something like you don't really listen to it? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I still play the songs, some of them, sure. you know, when I, cause I do a lot of, um, performing when I was on the road last year, um, all year and I do a lot of live stream performances. So I still definitely play the songs. I don't yeah. listen to the album that much. Yeah. Um, just cause it doesn't. Is it like weird up. for you? Yeah. Is it just like, I mean, it's always kind of interesting looking back and listening and, you know, because you hopefully do improve <laughs> throughout the years. And I'm like, ooh, you know, the, you're your own worst critic. So, um, but, but no, it's fun. And actually going back specifically to Not Your Fault, I really like how that one was um, produced. And I, I was very involved in creating all the little like staccato and yeah. moments with the strings. And I, so I really do enjoy it. I actually listened to it somewhat recently and was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. I mean, I love when artists do that. I, I think a, a Jim Carrey, the actor, he, he doesn't see his movies. He's never seen some of his movies. So that's uh, always interesting to me. Well, you know? that's interesting because <laughs> as an actor, you can do that because you go on set and you do your part and then that's done. You did your job. You don't have to do anything else. I create all of my stuff from scratch through the end, like pre-production, right. pre post-production. Like I couldn't not listen to my music unless I just decided that I, you know, I was like, hey, producer, here's the song. 
I'm going to sing it. And then like you take care of everything else. Right. But I don't want to do that. I, I like being involved. <laughs> yeah, of course. You want to have your vision come to come yeah. to fruition. Of course. Exactly. Of course. Of course. Um, okay. So January 24th of this year, big, big day for you. It was because I know you forgot. You're like, you, you look like what, January 24th. That's was, pre, no, pre-COVID. I thought, were, I thought you were talking about this coming one. No, and- <laughs> no, no. Pre-COVID before the end of the world, you know, yes. uh, that siren hope came up. Yes. Um, I know. It seems like so long ago, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, it was this year. <laughs> yeah, amazing. But of course, you know, of course, that first single, that Siren Hope, it's so good. It really spoke to me too. I mean, it's about hope. It can be a little mm-hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. We keep falling back on it. You know, Chris, what is it about? Because we can all relate to this. This is a universal theme. What is it about love and heartbreak and opening ourselves and, you know, that we just keep coming back to it? Why? What is it? Oh, gosh. You know, that's such a perfect question for that song because it is, you know, in the bridge, it, it goes back into, even though I'm like, oh, you're a siren, your your hope is dangerous and bad. Um, it's obviously not how I really feel. And throughout it, it, it come to the conclusion that even if this, if the siren's going to be singing about love or, you know, whatever, those passions, I'm still going to keep dancing to it. So um, why do we do that? I think it's just because it's, it's how, what makes us human. Um, being able to love and, and go after what we want is a very human, it's the core of, of what the purpose of life is. Yeah. There you go. Very philosophical. Look look at Chris philosophical. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. And, um, okay. You have a new single coming out, right? A Christmas single. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about it. (laughs) Well, in in the same vein of, uh, you know, calling Hope a I know. evil siren. By the way, we, um, I, pro- I promise to, to, to my audience that Chris, you know, she, she's got a lot of happy songs. This is not Alanis yeah. Morissette, everything, like, no. <laughs> I have been compared to Alanis Morissette a lot, and that's not a bad thing. Um, but, yeah, the, the thing is, I use songs to get out these, these feelings. So sure. a lot of them are sad or or frustrated or whatever. And, 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 and there, a song is an emotion. It's a moment in time. It's a specific emotion. It doesn't have to be well-adjusted. Um, mm. It's not the whole story. And True. so anyway, this song, the new one is called Maybe Let's Not Do Christmas This Year. Mm. And I think that that can still be somewhat uh, relatable, because, especially this year, because we've all been through so much. Right. And, and there are a lot of things about the holidays any year that can be kind of stressful, you know, if you don't get along with your family or, you know, you have financial burdens or you are newly single or something and you don't want to see everyone getting engaged on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and you're just like kind of bummed because you don't get to hang out with your friends this year or whatever it is. And you just don't, if you are having a feeling of overwhelm and just like, ah, I don't know. I don't think my heart could take it. Let's just, let's just, Get to 2021. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do the whole Hallmark movie festival this year. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. And and you know, <laughs> it's it's really about just commiserating with anyone who has even felt a little bit of that. Because I will also say, I am I'm putting out this song, but I'm also all about like. I'm wearing my little red onesie and drinking hot chocolate and watching you know the Santa yeah. Claus or something. So um, <laughs> it 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 ebbs and flows, but um. It's all about just making it what you, what works for you. Sure. You know? 
Absolutely, Chris. Yeah, I, I, Christmas brings that in people. Absolutely. Okay, I have to ask you about this because this is fascinating. You are a relentless, you know, touring artist. And last year, you toured the entire, like all 50 states in the country. I did, yeah. I mean, so many questions about this. Mm -hmm. First of all, where did the idea come from? How was it? How long did it take? The whole thing. Okay, um, I had been on tour before and I, I hadn't been to every state. I knew that but I wanted to, I knew that I wanted to have performed in every state. And I figured, hey, you know, the, the best way to do that is to just make sure, like perform in every state, <laughs> like make yeah. a tour where I start from scratch and, and just do, do it all. And, uh, you know, I had just gotten out of a relationship and was pretty, feeling pretty heartbroken, as you can tell from the, my last album. And I just wanted to get away and sort of distract myself and have a project. And cool. So I decided to embark on that journey and it from from the first date to the last state, I think it took around six months. Um, nice. And I was kind of building the plane as I was flying it. I, I didn't have it all booked when I started, which was also an adventure. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. And what did you learn about about the country that you didn't know before? Oh, man, it's beautiful. I, that's yeah. one of the things that I know that I learned is, I mean, I knew the Pacific Northwest, you know, I gr grew up in Northern California and have lived like Monterey in and all that. Yeah. All of that is mm -hmm. gorgeous, obviously, but I didn't know, you know, there's kind of the quote unquote flyover states that I didn't know are amazingly beautiful. Yeah. And I would drive through these areas and just be like, in my car by myself weeping at the just beauty. Nice. And then also I I was really moved by the amazing kindness of the people. Sure. Um I know this is a very kind of crazy divisive time in our country, but my experience was because uh, I didn't stay in hotels. I stayed mostly with friends and friends of friends and I was just always so amazed at the That's people. That's so cool. That didn't know me. They knew people that knew me, but they didn't know right. me and they just welcomed me into their homes and come to my shows. And so that was really awesome. What a great experience, Chris. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's a rumor that you're going to play a song for us. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I listen God. to rumors um, all the time, but, but that one's true. <laughs> you listen to rumors all the time. Yeah, exactly. Talking about heartbreak. Oh my yeah. God. We're so excited, Chris. Thank you. Thanks. Th thanks for performing for us. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, this is actually a new song. Uh, that I put out in at the end of September. Okay. Called My Quiet. So oh, it's, it's not a beautiful on, song. Thank you. Yeah. It's not on the. It's just a single, album. right? Yeah. It's just a single, yeah. But cool. it, there's a chance it might be on the next one. Well, I think it should. It's fantastic. Thank you. Um, sorry, as I'm tuning up. I love it. And I'm really excited. When you said January 24th, I. I went directly to November 24th because that's the day <laughs> that I'm going to find out whether or not I got nominated for a Grammy. Oh, my God. That's right. That's right. Because you are in the shortlist. Oh, God. Okay. So we really hope, you know, by the time this airs, it's going to be around that time. So yeah. awesome. Listen, Chris, we're manifesting it. You're going to get I, nominated. Yay. I'm into it. Yes. Yes. Totally. Okay. Here we go. You're my quiet in a crowded room 
dust that settles a sweet perfume. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get back to you. You're my flower on the interstate. The easy shot that ricochets. I walk away, but I walk slow. If I'm honest, I know where to go. I'm just trying. Chris, unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. You know what? That was amazing. That was amazing. I have to, you know, thank you so much for your time. Next year is going to be the biggest year of your career so far. I'm oh, telling yeah, you. I hope so. I, I, I just, I, I just, I just know so. I, I don't know why, but I just feel like it's so culminating. You know, people need this music right now. Oh, thank you so much. Of course. Really Good reflex that. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, thank you. Okay. Uh, we're going to edit this part out. We are doing a Thanksgiving, like a montage. Okay. If you want to be part of it, we're asking some of our guests, you know, this, this week's, if, if you want to say something that you're grateful for. Oh, yeah. uh, and we're doing like a little Thanksgiving, like, you know, what you're grateful yeah. for, if you want to, if you want to be part of it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I just say something that I'm grateful yeah. for. I'm Chris and Dallas and. Blah, blah. Okay. Um, I'm Chris Angelis, and I am so grateful for my wonderful family and friends that are like my family. 
And I have to include the amazing people who support my music, um, the ones that I know and don't know and have gotten to know through live stream throughout this year. It's been wonderful. Perfect. Chris, you're the best. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on, 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 on everything you've done and the best is yet to come. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. Absolutely. Is it Jaime or Jamie? Oh, you can do you can do Jaime. Yeah, That's absolutely. My grandfather's name. Oh. There you go. There you go. Half Colombian. Ah, look at that. <laughs> Colombian blood. We love it. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for having right. me on. And uh, it's been an honor. And I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Stay safe. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.